Hello, this is Michael Zuber, and I wanted to thank you for choosing to spend a little time with one rental at a time. My life's mission is to help investors close 1 million rental properties. In order to tackle this crazy goal, I will need your help. If you like this episode or any of the content we produce, please share it on social media. If you get one of my books or perhaps one of our 500 cards, please take a selfie and tag one rental at a time. Now on with the show. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, folks. Michael Zuber, one rental at a time. Back with the amazing, the one and all, Anna Kelly. Hi, Anna. I'm always so happy to be with you. I'm glad someone thinks I'm amazing. I just had a Thanksgiving, you know, and all the kids are like, I want this, you're so mean, I can't have that, da 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 and here I come and I'm amazing. I love amazing. it. Well, uh, you know, something we haven't done in a while is my puppies want to say hi to you. Can we do that? I would love to see your puppies. I haven't seen them in a while. Just because uh, you were closest, this is Sunny. Oh, wow. Sunny's gotten big. Yeah. Sunny is good. a cutie. Yeah. Oh. Oh, okay. You go back to <laughs> And then... Happy, happy your turn. They're so quiet. Yeah, they've they've really adopted. And then this is happy. Oh, happy is adorable. They are so cute. Yeah. Wow, yeah. look at them all dolled up in their sweaters. I I need to step up my game with my Daisy. <laughs> there you go. Okay. You go. Oh, that's funny. Oh, um, thank you for that. I love showing my puppies. Yes. So I have a saying that I created just out of nowhere on one of my live streams. Uh, it's called the tree of fear in the forest of opportunity. It was so much so that my team actually created this shirt. The tree of fear. Love that. In the forest of opportunity. And I think this is so important for people today. It's a mindset. I think we're in a, a, a recession, bear market, you know, people are losing their ass in crypto, you know, tech stocks are down 80%. And what happens for a lot of people is they just go right up to the tree of fear and they just stare at it. They just, that's all they can see, right? It's all encompassing. Right. You and I, because we've been here before, we, we kind of back up 10 feet, 20 feet and go, yeah, the tree of fear is there, but look at what's just behind it. There's a forest of opportunity. So talk to, talk to the audience. What does that mean for you? Tree of fear, forest of opportunity. Am I onto something there? Yes, I love it. Um, you know, if you're staring at a tree, it's like don't miss the forest for the trees, right? If you're standing at a tree and you're you're immobilized by fear, you're just gonna see that one tree because you're you're right up close to it. You're like, oh my gosh, all, all you see is fear. It's hard to see anything beyond that, right? If you back up and you say, okay, this little tree doesn't look so small when you look at the entire forest it helps you realize that your fear is the fear of one thing, but what about all these other things too? So that's kind of what that says to me. Awesome. So let's tell people how to do that, right? I think there's a couple of things you could do. Uh, one of the thing I think in today's world is you got to control your social media feed, right? These social media feeds are built on AI, artificial intelligence, big data, all of that stuff. And if you start clicking on a bunch of fear videos, they're going to feed them to you. That's what the algorithm is supposed to do. So uh, I interviewed somebody, uh, I think it was a month or so ago, that says his social media feed is all cats and dogs, just because yeah. he's done that on purpose. And, wow. you know, he'll, he'll look at it and, you know, 
30, 45 seconds just to smile, right? Dogs and cats doing crazy things. So the first right. thing I would tell people if you want to get away from the tree of fear is is teach the algorithm something different. Stop clicking on fear videos and uh, click on some happy things. What do you think? Oh, I love that. I love that so much. And and I didn't I, I, I didn't really think about the algorithms very much, but you're so true. There's a show that I watched not too long ago on on that. I forget what it's called, but it was a documentary on basically the the algorithms and how you're the product. And they're basically whatever you look at, they're going to give you more of that. Right. So there's a the first thing that comes to mind, there's a proverb proverb that basically says whatever is pure and lovely and good think about those things, right? Because it gets your mind on good things, positive things, things that you can control, right? If you fill your mind with good and lovely things and opportunity and people who are speaking about that forest of opportunity, not just that tree of fear, you're going to see more of that. It's going to impact how you think. If all you're doing is looking at the daily news, that's the fear the sky is falling, you're fueling your mind with that. And I want to share something with you. I can't remember if I told told you this before, but I shared this with my mastermind group. There is this study that just came out and it talks about the two parts of our brain, the amygdala and the hypothalamus. And what's really interesting is one side controls fear and heavy emotion and the other controls rationalization and hope. And the blood flow cannot go into both sides of the brain at the same time. It shuts it off. You're either in fear and heavy emotion, or you're in rationalization and, uh, and um, optimism, hope, which is really interesting. And it's you've got to train your brain to switch to one side or the other. So the more you focus on those fearful things, it creates such strong, heavy emotions that it's hard to get out of that, right? When we focus on rational things and calm things and things that make us hopeful, your brain actually creates more neurons that help you yeah. to think more that way. And the same thing with the other side. So it's really important in these studies, if you're someone that's um, has a lot of trauma in your past and things didn't go well over and over and over again, then you're going to be more conditioned because of all of those connections your brain made to be fearful and to freeze in that fear and to just, to, you know, go into anxiety and hopelessness and depression. If you can train yourself to focus on things that are hopeful and to think through how can you overcome those fearful things even though the fear is there how can you get past those things if they were to happen those few things getting focused thinking about what you would do make you more hopeful help train those neurons and get the blood to flow to that part of the brain and it's really a physiological thing ingrained, ingrained in us with that fight or flight right so you know, basically, we if we have fear, we either fight or flight or flee. And so the the flee, the fear, the the choking up, it makes you not even able to think straight when you're under fear and duress. And so you've got to know if I'm afraid and I stay there and I let myself stay staring at that one tree and get paralyzed with fear, it's going to be harder and harder to pull out of it if I don't quickly re recognize it and go, wait a second, I'm totally focused on fear. I'm paralyzed with emotion. Let's do some things to calm ourselves down and to get ourselves focused on the right thing. So I think that all goes along with what you just said. What are you focusing on? And are you focusing on things that's feeding that amygdala and that fear? Or are you trying to switch over into looking at some things that are more hopeful and optimistic? Yeah. The other thing, because again, I think that I think in today's world, social media feed is something you need to 
purposefully cultivate. And I think too many people just randomly click and it, it will literally just feed you what you're yeah. clicking. And most of you have yeah. the wrong stuff going in, right? Garbage in, garbage out. Yeah. Simply said. I literally unfriended someone today, which I hardly ever do. I hardly ever unfriend unless I've reached my threshold and I have to just go and get rid of Purge. people that have never interacted with me, right? But there's just the somebody um, and they everything they post is negative. Everything. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't really know this person. It's all negativity about multifamily, real estate. I mean, everything in the world. And I'm like, why does this guy keep popping up in my feed all the time when I never click on his stuff? But it's because we are in the same circles, right? Yeah. And I was like, I shouldn't feel bad. I'm just gonna, I'm, I'm removing him as a friend because it's not helping Good. me. It's not positive. It's not optimistic. It's just, wah, 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 wah. so yeah. that that's purge. number two. For, yeah, absolutely, perch. That's number two for me, right? It's actually rule seven, which in the good times nobody pays attention to, but rule seven says audit your network. You yes. have to cut people out, right? You and I talk every week. We 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 talk about heavy things. But it's always from, okay, this could happen. This could be bad for most, but right. where's the opportunity, the silver yes. lining, whatever you want to call it, right? Yes. Uh, if you show me your social media feed and your five friends, I can predict your future. Uh, a lot of you need to change. Like if you have someone like that, maybe it's a, even a family member. In, in this environment for the next 18 to 24 months, you don't need extra help or extra negativity. You know it's right. there. Don't Don't pretend like the stove's not hot. It's hot. Don't yeah. touch it. But there's right. so much opportunity out there. I think people really need to audit their network and, you know, cut some people out. Absolutely. Uh, I think it's Jim Rohn that said, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with, right? Because um, it, it's kind of like my dad used to say, you know, bad company corrupts good morals, right? Who are, yeah. If this is how you believe, why are you hanging out in these places with these people, right? Because we think we're going to make a positive influence, but yeah. in reality, no. the negative the negativity ends up influencing us because it influences how we think and what's coming into our brain and what we're letting ourselves think emotionally and what those people might think if we do this, this or that. Right. And so um, in addition to that, there was just a study that just came out and I, I didn't delve into the whole thing, but it interviewed a whole bunch of billionaires and basically said, what is one of your biggest keys to success? And they found that billionaires and they tracked, you know, they went back and looked at um, what did their li life look like before they achieved that milestone? And without question, 80, 90% of them surrounded themselves with two or three people, two or three only, that they became really good friends with that challenged them to up level. And they each challenged them to up level and challenged them to move through fears and to take risks and to do what they wanted to do and had vision for rather than saying that'll never work out. The chances of that happening aren't going to happen. Who are you? You can't handle this. You know, whatever it is, it's that positive influence of a circle of no more than two to three people really um, that make a huge impact in your success in, in what you do because it, they help impact your emotions and your mindset about what you're doing. So it's critically important to, to do that audit, like you say, and, you know, maybe you're not cutting everybody out completely, but you can choose to spend less time with people that are not feeding you and helping you to grow and that you don't have an impact to feed and, and help to grow. That's actually wanting that and moving along with you. Yeah. And then the last thing to talk about here is you need to actively seek groups that are positive in doing the work. One of the things that was a happy accident is I, after I created my course, I created a Facebook group just for course members. 
it's kind of self-selective, right? You buy the course, you do the work, you post wins, ask questions, and you've got to actively seek folks. And they could be around the country in today's world with your, with your phone and social media. If you're in an active group that is winning and doing the work, um, that, that is a great place to stay on task. It's easy to feel defeated or stressed, but if you get around other folks that are winning saying, you know, Hey, I just wrote my third grade offer. They didn't, they didn't accept, but I'm feeling better. I'm feeling encouraged. And you know, people are getting their cards that I send out. It's you've got to actively seek groups, uh, that are positive. And I know you have a mastermind group and coaching and do all of that. I'm, I'm lucky enough now to have a private Facebook group, which I think you're in with almost yes, 2000 people. So Great group. Um, thank you. Yeah. You've got to, you should seek it, right? So audit your social media feed, audit your network, and then seek groups that are collectively doing the work and winning is kind of my three steps. Yeah, I, I love that. It, it's so important because we do kind of get to where, especially when there's things that we don't know how to handle, there's change, things we haven't done before, right? The fear becomes the default because most people, the things they're most afraid of is what if this happens, the unknown happening, something that they can't control, right? And so the lack of being able to know what's happening predictably and feel like you have some level of control of that creates more fear for people than anything. And so in periods like this, where there's a shift happening economically and in real estate and in the lending markets, you're going to be afraid on many different levels. And so you've got to be able to have the tools that say, if you are alone, you're going to wallow in that fear. You're not going to be able to think through, back to the earlier example, to rationally think through your options because you're just stuck where you are. So being around lots of people that can say, hey, we've been there before, right? This is why you and I do the show. We've been here before, right? What can you do? Show you the opportunity, show you how you can move past it and then walk alongside side you, get around that tree of fear, right? And, and step out into the forest and look for the opportunity. So I think those are really good things. One of the things I would just say too is it's really important for us. We are triune beings, right? We have a soul, we have a mind, we have emotions. All of those things together should go into our decision-making. If fear is an emotion and it's a strong emotion and it impacts our brains, it impacts how we think, it impacts our hormones, raises cortisol, um, it does all kinds of things to us that make it hard for us to think unless we get our eyes off of that fear. And so it's really important that you um, take some time to bring down your emotions, take your t some time to you know shift your thoughts. If it's for me every night, um, most nights, I either get in the hot tub for 30 minutes or I get in a massage chair for 30 minutes. And I'm like, I just need to let my body physically and my emotions just completely relax so that I can go to bed calm without worrying about the worries of the day, the fears of the day, the stresses of the day, and to just really be able to think clearly, right? I pray, close my eyes and don't look at stuff, right? Don't, sometimes I may listen to something, right? But you want to be able to have a way that you can decompress your body, your mind, your spirit, so that you can then refuel your brain and your body and your mind and your spirit with positive, optimistic things. I think that's critical because if you're not going, it, you can be around all the right people, but if you're high strung, high stress, and you're not doing things to get yourself relaxed, um, it's going to be a challenge for you. Yeah. And to kind of wrap this up, the tree, the tree that is fear doesn't go away for you or I, we just back up enough. So it, it gets hidden inside the force of opportunity. 
Yes. Uh, so again, it's it's not like it disappears. It's always there, but um, there's just yeah. so much opportunity out there. Anna, where can people follow you? Great. You can find me here every week. You can find me on social media at Anna Kelly, REI Mom, and on my website at reimom.com. Thank you so much.